Welcome to the Mindful Mondays podcast, weekly reflections and meditations to start your week right. With your host, author, meditator and founder of Mind, Body and Spirit Entrepreneur, Rachel Thompson. Good morning, meditators, and welcome to the Mindful Mondays podcast. We are now in the third week of March. This will be our third March episode, and I really hope that March has been one of transformation for you, or at least beginning the transformation that's going to take you to the next step in your life. Now, these past two weeks, if you've been listening, you know that we've addressed healing parts of ourselves that need healed shedding that which no longer serves us, and growing into this new person that we want to become. This process can really shake things up a bit within us. It can cause us to start to question a lot of things. We can start to question who we are, where we fit in this world, if this new us still fits in the world that we have been living in, And it can cause our confidence to become a little shaky, especially if confidence has been something that we've struggled with in the past. For this reason, I want to talk about stepping into this world as your new self confidently. Even if you don't know exactly who you are right now and you're still figuring it out, even if you don't know exactly where you're going, Being able to step forth in whatever state you're in and say, this is me. This is where I'm at right now, and I'm proud of it. I am confident in who I am. And allow that confidence to come through in every area of your life, in your conversations, in your interactions with others, in the next steps that you pursue, in ways that you think about yourself, being able to just confidently navigate your world. And that's what I want to talk about this whole episode. So to begin, I want to start with a quote. And this quote comes from Norman Vincent Peale. He says, Believe in yourself. Have faith in your abilities. Without a humble but reasonable confidence in your own powers, you cannot be successful or happy. And I truly believe that. Stepping into this world as a confident person does not mean that you're arrogant. It doesn't mean that you're cocky. Like the quote said, it's a humble confidence. It's a centered, self-assured way of being so that you can live up to your truest potential. And similar to other topics that we've discussed on this podcast, I want to talk about confidence both in more spiritual and intuitive kind of sense as well as the emotional, mental, and action-oriented ways that we can increase our confidence. Now, whenever we think of being spiritually confident, what I'm really talking about is being centered and grounded within ourselves. So whatever you're doing right now, wherever you are right now, take this moment and just feel your inner being being grounded grounded right here, right now, in this moment, in your body, in your mind. Feel your feet being grounded to the earth. If you are sitting or lying down, 
Feel your body being grounded to whatever surface it is sitting on. And try not to pay attention to discomforts or aches or pains or any thoughts that arise because we're not paying attention necessarily to our body. We're paying attention to our inner self being within this body. Try to sense who your true inner self is. Who you are right now centered and grounded within this knowing of who you are. Now just take a couple deep breaths and just feel what it's like to be in this moment. Allow every breath to just ground you a little bit more. You are part of this world. You are a very important part of this world. You are an essential piece of this present moment. Remember that going forward. And the exercise that I just took you through is really an excellent exercise to do anytime you feel super in your head. So whenever you have lots of things that you're worrying about, maybe you're facing anxiety or fear or doubt, bring yourself back to this space. I mean, how many times have we driven somewhere, had a conversation, or have been doing a task, and we'd have very little recollection of what that experience was like? I mean, that's basically what we talked about the whole 21 days of the mindfulness challenge. So if you went through that, you're very familiar. But you could have gone through that and still get very stuck in your head a lot of times. It is so natural. And whenever we're in that state, we are not grounded and we are not centered. We walk around being consumed by our thoughts, being stuck in this mental space that can sometimes feel like a jail or prison for some people. And it's funny because we always think what is going on in our minds is more important than that present moment, which really cannot be further from the truth. So to walk around in this confident state, you must first be centered and grounded within yourself. If you notice that you are overly stressing, then you're able to take a few moments and bring yourself back. Because once we're in our heads and we get too far away from who we are, who our inner nature is, our inner being is not stress. It's not fear. It's love and it's peace. And when we stray too far from that, you have the power to bring yourself back and to become centered in the present moment. And when you're bringing yourself back away from all that external stress and gunk and you're grounding yourself here and now, remember that you are an essential part of this universe. We need you in this world right now. You are meant to be here. So embrace this moment. And going through any transition can really leave us feeling ungrounded, and that's why I really thought it was important to talk about this. Because the last couple of weeks, we really have been going through some major transitionary topics. I mean, healing from the past, growing into a new you, that's a pretty big transition. And when we're going through something like that, we don't feel centered. You know, we might be stuck in a state where we're questioning our thoughts and our actions and our future and our past. It can bring up a whole bunch of stuff for us. But I encourage you to find peace in this state of unknowing. 
And finding peace in any state of unknowing will do more for your confidence than almost anything else. All of the other surface level techniques that we're going to go over are important, but not as important as this piece. Because you do not need to know how to handle every situation perfectly. We never know how to handle things perfectly. We never know how to handle them until we are faced with a challenge. So coming from this centered peaceful state and being okay with unknowing. When we come from that place, we're not going to put pressure on ourselves to say exactly the right things, to know exactly what to do. We're not going to put pressure on ourselves to prove our worth to everyone, to prove to everyone that in fact we are enough because we have an inner sense of knowing that we are perfect right here in this moment. And it is okay not to know what is next. Because what is next will simply be a moment like this one that you are in right now with just slightly different external circumstances going on. And when we talk about confidence, we're not talking about what's going on in our external world. We are talking about what is going on within us. Our internal state always determines our confidence. So if you're not able to find peace in this present moment, if you're not able to be content with who you are right now, then the next moment is not going to bring you peace either. It would simply be another moment in the same shaky, anxious, worry-filled kind of state that you're experiencing now. And this is why finding your connection to yourself is the first step to going into any situation more confidently. So that was kind of the spiritual piece. I want to get a little bit more into the mental emotional part of really fostering that sense of confidence. So in addition to finding your center, we also want to be able to uncover and recognize and disprove any thoughts that have led us to feel insecure. And I don't want to sound like a broken record because I know that I've talked about this a lot in a lot of different episodes on this podcast, but there is a reason for it. We need reminded of this. I need reminded of this daily. And especially whenever we're going through a process of growing and healing, because as we peel back layers within ourselves and as we eliminate one thought or one block that has been lurking in the subconscious and in our emotional bodies, we often just expose new thoughts and new blocks that we simply have to work through. So if you are struggling with confidence now, if you've struggled with it for a while, if you've struggled with it maybe your whole life, there actually tends to be some pretty basic underlying beliefs that cause this emotional response of anxiety and worry and fear and doubting yourself. So I want to go over a couple now. Uh, The belief that you are not worthy is a huge one, and we talked about that during the month of February when we talk about loving ourselves. Also, the belief that we are not good enough. No matter what we do, we will never be good enough. The belief that we have to be perfect or else we are a failure. The belief that we are not as good as other people, just innately, everybody else is better than us. And also the belief that we just don't deserve confidence. We don't have enough of the personality traits 
or enough money or enough success to allow ourselves to be confident. So if you feel like no matter what you do, it's never quite good enough, or if you think that people are automatically not going to like you, you're going to say something stupid, people aren't going to accept you, or if you think that others are not going to approve of your work, or they're going to think that there's something wrong with your work, that your work isn't good enough, or if really you think your work is never good enough, that you have been working on a book for 10 years and you've rewrote it and rewrote it and you edited it and it is still not good enough to put out there, all of these are excellent signs that show there is some underlying belief of not being good enough or not being worthy that is going on that's affecting your confidence. So when I'm talking about some of this stuff, if anything came up for you and you're starting to be like, you know what? I thought I worked past that, but I still am not ready to release this book that I've been sitting on for the past decade. Or I still walked into a meeting yesterday fearing everybody would judge me. That's just a wonderful indication that if you can pinpoint these specific beliefs you have and you can work to overcome them, then you can eliminate these kind of confidence blocks in your world, in your life. But if you think that something like this is going on for you, it'd be a good idea to uncover where these beliefs originated. If they originated from bullies at school or not feeling accepted when you're a kid or your parents unintentionally or maybe intentionally telling you you weren't good enough or the things you did just never were good enough, if you can find their origin, it takes the power away and it allows you to disprove them. So if you're thinking about not being accepted in school and maybe having to eat lunch alone and looking around and seeing that the kids had friends and, you know, your eight-year-old mind is wondering why you don't have anybody to sit with. And then you can pinpoint that moment and recognize that that caused a belief in you that now leads to you lacking confidence in social situations or you just assuming you're not going to be accepted or assuming other people are better than you and you don't deserve happy, healthy relationships. You can pinpoint that. Then you can go back to that point in time and disprove it. There's no proof that everybody was better than you and that's why you're eating lunch alone. You know, eight-year-olds just kind of walk around doing their own thing. They don't really know what they're doing. If kids were mean to you, they were likely acting out of somebody being mean to them. You know, so just going back to those situations, pinpointing it, and then disproving it will help to start let some of these things go. You know, you, you can look back and realize, oh, that isn't the case. Why, I can't believe I'm still holding on to this. But that's what we do. We hold on to it until we can disprove it, until we recognize that it's not us. Now, if you can go back and find the origin and kind of take the power away from the beliefs, that's wonderful. But going forward, and even if you can't recognize where the origin was, that's fine. Still, going forward, you want to recognize any manifestations of these underlying beliefs. So walking into a meeting and fearing judgment or going to do a presentation and fearing that you're just going to mess everything up. Recognize that. Fear, that lack of confidence, as a simple manifestation of this underlying belief that's not serving you. And catch it at that time. And when you do, remind yourself that you are good enough. You are deserving. You are worthy. And also, there is no such thing as perfection. 
So just stop aiming for it. And there are tools out there to help you. So I know I've talked about the Mindset Makeover Challenge before. I'm not trying to do a self-promotion, but really it does help you find and uncover a lot of these underlying beliefs. And it does help you discover where they originated and helps you shift them. And there's a free component too. So I can link to that below if you're interested. There's also a free training that I just checked out that's called the Left Coast System. And you can find it at recreateyourlife.com. Now, I am, at the time that I'm recording this, not an affiliate of them. I am not guaranteeing results of this program. I just found out about it, and I checked it out, and I thought it was pretty cool. And so I want to share it with you. So basically, what this program does is it takes you through, I think there's 23 different beliefs that typically limit somebody's success. And the whole program is $200, I think. There's different levels of the program. Anyway... There's three beliefs that they will help you eliminate for free. And the beliefs are not feeling good enough. There's one about perfectionism. And then there's one about not feeling important. And so it takes you, it's all video lessons online. I want to say to eliminate, I just tried the one belief. I want to say it was like an hour maybe total. There's several different video lessons. You do speak out loud uh, because the instructor, the person who developed the system says it's more effective. So you might want to be in a private spot. And what he does is, at least the one that I tried, is takes you back through your childhood and recognize where some of these beliefs come from and helps you eliminate them, kind of stuff I was just talking about. He guides you through that. I will link to the Mindset Makeover Challenge and this, uh, the Recreate Your Life. Both have free options. Both have paid options if you want to take it further. You don't have to do any of it. It's just I want to give you all the resources that I know about to help. Okay, so we all get the mindset stuff. And I do want to get into some action steps in a bit to help us build our confidence moving forward. But very quickly, I do want to address how going through this transition that many of us are right now can shake our confidence. And I mentioned it in the beginning of the show, but I think a lot of us need to discuss it a bit further. Because we are working on ourselves, and we are healing ourselves, and we are stepping forth as these new people as these new beings and we must remember that the rest of our world probably isn't going through the same process now it would be great if everybody would just go through this process at the same time we're all on the same level in the same state but that's not the way that things work now people are asleep until they decide to wake up we've all been asleep for a while And we are waking up and we're owning our power and we're deciding to take action, whether it's physical or mental or spiritual action, so that we can truly align with who we are. But not everybody is at that stage and it's okay. Now, saying that it's okay doesn't make it any easier when we're changing and transforming and we still have to walk around in a world that's primarily asleep still. And we have people close to us that are still asleep and still have expectations for us to act in a way that we've always acted. And when we heal and when we grow and as we change, we aren't going to act in these ways that people expect from us. And it can almost feel like a tug of war between who you want to be, who you are trying to be, who you are growing into, and being that person who the people in your life, and who society expects you to be. And this is when we just have to let things be. 
to accept yourself for who you are right now without judgment, without trying to change things, but also accepting those in your life for who they are without judgment and without trying to change things. I do suggest finding a community of people who think similar to you, who might be going through this process or focused on their own personal or spiritual growth, especially if you're the only one in your family or friend group who's going through a transformation like this. Because you do need support. You need to know that you're not wacko and you're not weird and that there's others like you out there. But at the same time, send love to everyone in your life from your centered and grounded space. A lot of it just comes down to knowing who you can talk to about certain things and who you're just going to keep the conversation very surface level with. So you're able to appreciate all kinds of people because you know where you are coming from. And you know that where you are coming from and the way that you see things now is perfect for you, for the point that you're at right now. And you also know that other people are experiencing their worlds from a place that for them at this time is perfect. It is perfect so that they can learn the lessons that they need to learn so they can grow. Once you are calm and centered in yourself, you can allow this to happen because you're not comparing and you're not second guessing who you are. And you're not trying to change the whole world, to change others, to match who you are so that you feel better. So if you have a conversation with somebody and you're trying to share some things that you're going through and you're trying to help them grow and they kind of dismiss it, then you're able to recognize it's just because they're not there yet. And it has nothing to do with you. And that's okay. And part of your growth and transformation is being able to love them anyway. Now, being able to love the people in your life might mean distancing yourself from them for a while or limiting interactions with them, but always doing so from a place of love, a place of love for yourself and sending them love as well. So I just wanted to talk about that because I know that it is something that people struggle with, kind of balancing and you're on the fence and you're like, what am I doing? Where am I going? And it can really cause us to have this like shaky sense of inner self. But own it because you're growing into an amazing person. And to end, I want to give us 10 daily habits that we can use to increase our confidence and develop this healthy self-esteem. I'm actually going to be taking from my own book that's called Confidence Hacks. And what I'm going to do since I am going to be taking from this is I will make the ebook free this whole week. So if you are listening to this on Monday the 19th, 2018, the book will be free until Sunday. You might want to get it by Saturday, but I should be able to make it free till Sunday. It's on Kindle. They they have like restrictions on how long you can run a free promotion. I'll link to it below. If confidence is something that you're working on right now, check it out. It's going to be a free ebook. If you don't care about it, then don't check it out. But let's anyway get into these 10 daily steps that we can start doing right now, today, to make sure that we have confidence moving forward. And again, this is in addition to coming from that centered, grounded space, uncovering the blocks, eliminating the blocks, and then we're able to actually take action. 
So the first thing that we want to do is change our self-talk, which I pretty much addressed. Uh, But self-talk is simply just the act of talking to yourself, either mentally or if you're a crazy person like me, aloud. (laughs) That's why I say I love that I have dogs because I feel less crazy when I'm constantly talking aloud. And those of you out there who do it know exactly what I'm talking about. Anyway, your self-talk is just the thoughts that pop into your head. I'll share the example that I give in the book because I think it's kind of fun and some people will probably be able to relate to it about self-talk. So if your spouse tells you her parents invited you to their lake house for the weekend, you could have thoughts of, I don't know what I will talk to them about for an entire weekend, or her parents are hilarious, so I'm sure it will be a good time. The way you feel about the situation will depend on what statement you tell yourself. So whenever we're working to increase self-esteem, just being aware of your habitual self-talk, and that's how we're going to be able to dive deep into those underlying thought patterns, those underlying beliefs that are causing the shaky confidence or the fear, the anxiety, just see what you say to yourself on a daily basis. Now, if you look in the mirror, what do you say? Have you ever paid attention to it? What do you immediately look at? Do you immediately go to something you don't like? Do you go to an area that you wish you could slim down? Do you go to the bags under your eyes or wrinkles on your forehead? If you do, what are you saying to yourself? Now, once you recognize these patterns, then you can switch it. And you can consciously look in the mirror and know that your typical self-talk is going to be negative, And you can deliberately say something positive to yourself every time you look in the mirror. And what I just talked about kind of goes along with number two on this list, and that's to practice affirmations. So an affirmation is just a simple positive statement that you say to yourself to change this self-talk. So if you notice that when you look in the mirror, you immediately point out things you dislike, make a commitment to yourself that every time you look in the mirror, say, I love myself. I accept myself. Others accept me for who I am. I am a confident person. I feel more confident every day. You know, you can have a list that are your go-to affirmations. Number three on the list of 10 daily habits is to stop all comparison. You want to recognize you are unique. There is nobody like you. And nobody really knows the true you. And you don't really know anybody's true full story, what's going on for them. So it's kind of pointless to compare ourselves because all we're doing is comparing the facade that we put on versus the facade that everybody else puts on. So stop doing it. Try to send love anytime you naturally want to compare. Send love to them. Send love to yourself. And this goes along with number four on the list, which is eliminate judgment. So judgment is one of the most destructive and least productive habits. But most of us judge. Really, judgment and true confidence are incompatible. You know, we use judgment to try to temporarily make ourselves feel better. So like, I'm not happy with my body, but, you know, at least I'm not obsessed with plastic surgery like that person on TV. You know, they're really insecure with their body. And by doing that, you're inserting this false sense of pride. That's not true confidence. Anytime you judge, like I just said, send love to the other person. Send a portion of mental love to yourself. Okay, number five on the list is to incorporate self-care. And the first step to doing this is to recognize that you are worthy of your time and your attention and eliminate the thoughts and the feelings of guilt that come up. Do something every day 
for yourself. You are worth it. And number six out of the 10 daily habits is to let go of perfectionism. We talked about this before. There is no such thing as perfectionism. The most beautiful people, the most beautiful monuments and mountains all have imperfections. And really, perfectionism comes from an underlying belief that you must be perfect to deserve love and acceptance from others and yourself. And you don't. You deserve it. So remember to foster that belief that you are worthy and you deserve love as you are no matter what. Okay, so the seventh thing that you can do is celebrate daily victories. You know, when we're trying to change anything in our lives, especially changing a lot of this deep level stuff that we are working on, it can become really overwhelming and it can be hard to see the big picture. So during this process, celebrate these little changes that you're making. I know that we all just want to snap our fingers and immediately be, you know, just super confident and successful and zen and fully enlightened, but it doesn't happen that way. So don't focus on where you need to be or how far you are from where you want to be, but celebrate every little step. And that can be if you see two coworkers gossiping and you would be all about that in the past, but you know, you're trying this non-judgment thing. So you walk past them, you send them love, you send yourself love, and you go and do something that's good for you. Celebrate that because that ain't easy. And number eight on the list is to practice gratitude. You know, a common trait of individuals with low self-esteem is a tendency to focus on what's lacking and focus on negative experiences. And it really can be very easy to focus on that. You know, expressing this appreciation and gratitude for everything in your life is going to transform your outlook. Do you want to be grateful for the things in your life and also be grateful for who you are? Every single day, say thank you for being you. Thank me for being me. I love and I appreciate myself and I'm so grateful that I'm here right now and I'm going through this process and I'm transforming and I am really proud of where I am in this moment. Okay, almost there. Number nine on the list is doing mirror work. And I already talked about this in an example, so I don't really have to talk about it much further, but what do you say when you look in the mirror? Every single time you look in the mirror, from here on out, tell yourself something positive. Every single time. Tell yourself you are worthy. Tell yourself that you love yourself or that you're beautiful or that you deserve success or peace or confidence. Don't allow any negative statements to come up. Drown them out with a positive. And the 10th and final daily practice for confidence is simply to set realistic expectations. So the quickest way to kill confidence is to set expectations that are too high. And I think this happens a lot when people are trying to manifest and they have their vision board and they have a mansion on it and a Ferrari and they're like, oh my gosh, I've been working on myself for three weeks. I must be a failure because I haven't manifested this mansion yet. (laughs) Like I said, with the gratitude, be grateful for where you are now. Be grateful for this work 
that you are doing. As I mentioned with the celebrating small victories, set realistic expectations and then celebrate whenever you meet them. And setting goals for yourself to reach the next level in your life is fine, but make sure they're realistic. Yes, you want to make millions of dollars one day? Start today or maybe this week with doing a little research or working on your confidence or working on yourself so that you can be that person that earns millions of dollars. And whenever you see progress, celebrate it. All right, so that's all I have for you today. There is a meditation that is going to help with this, as always. I hope that you have a fabulous week. You deserve all the confidence in the world because you are amazing. And I hope that you realize that. I'll talk to you next Monday. Love and light. Thank you for listening to Mindful Mondays with Rachel, a mind, body and spirit entrepreneur production. If you enjoyed today's episode, head over to www.mymbse.com for more free resources and trainings. Don't forget to subscribe, rate and give us a review. And join us next week for a brand new meditation and reflection.